So what's my future? You don't have one. I see you, but you can't see me. Welcome to the Catacombs Halloween Horror Nights podcast. I am Matt, and this is our annual opening night instant reaction episode. This one, of course, is covering our opening night of Halloween Horror Nights 29. Now, if you have been a listener to this series during the opening nights that we've covered in years past, you know what you're about to hear. But if you're new to the show and new to these opening night episodes, I'll explain real quick what this is. There's not going to be a lot of studio recordings in this episode. Almost all of this was recorded live during opening night at Halloween Horror Nights 29. It's something we started on this series back in 2015, and this year, Hunter and I recorded this year's edition while attending the Halloween Horror Nights media event at Universal Studios Resort Orlando. We were taken on a tour of the event, and that included all 10 houses, all five scare zones, and one of the two shows at least on that tour, and we'll get more into that in this episode. And as we went, we recorded our thoughts going into each attraction, recorded our time and experiences while we were in each attraction, then gave our true instant reaction just seconds after leaving each house, scare zone, and show. We also talk a bit before and after the entire event going in, and actually on almost right before up to when we left the park, and we did get a bit of the media presentation in all of this as well. Now, before we get into the real content of this episode, I do like to give a spoiler warning. We do have audio from each house. It's edited down to just a couple minutes of even that for each one. But nonetheless, there could be potential spoiler content in that audio for anyone that wants to keep 100% spoiler free. Along with that, a majority of our reactions were recorded outside of the houses, so we inevitably pick up some ambiance sounds, some specific scare zone tracks as well. So fair warning, if you are trying to stay 100% completely, avoid at all costs, spoiler free, this is the final warning to turn off this episode and keep an eye out for our in-studio spoiler free review coming very soon to this feed. Okay, for everyone still with me, here we go with our Halloween Horror Nights 29 opening night instant reaction. All right, here we go. The episode I think everyone waits for every season from us. It's our start of our instant reaction opening night. I am Matt, of course. Joining me this year is my co-host, Hunter. Hey, everybody. I'm so excited to be back and it's halloween horror night season we're walking down the street right now to the reception getting ready for the night we just talked to what like three or four vi or rip tour guides and just when i think i couldn't get more excited after those four conversations i'm like jumping out of my skin absolutely i uh i came in early today just because i was so excited i'm like i'm grabbing me that universal monster shirt for opening night and there's 
Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was gonna say, everyone saw my shirt and said, that's my favorite house this year, so. I had to point out, Quint's Song of Quint's People is playing, and here it comes again. There it is, the chainsaws. So we're actually taking our first walk through a scare zone. We're through an arcade. An arcade. I am gonna say the sun's up and it's still freaking beautiful. Oh, it's awesome. It, they're definitely going for, you can tell it's gonna be like a Tron 80s vibe once the sun goes down in here. Yeah, I can't wait to come back. We just passed a stilt walker, which is a nice sign. It looks like they just have like the kind of the first, not, I don't know what I wanna say, the first initial release of characters is not full yet. And what we've seen, I can't wait to come back here when the sun's down. Absolutely, we're just, the moods are starting, and for those of you, that's your first chainsaw zone right there. <laughs> and there it was, the side us off on that clip. So we'll be back a little bit more as the night goes on. My name is Hunter. I'm representing the Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights podcast. Um, I actually have a question about one of the originals. This year, we're actually seeing the return of the Nightingales characters, who we haven't seen for quite some time. Last time was HHN 21. I just was just wondering. So, the past couple years, we've seen the return of original properties, kind of getting a sequel or a redo. Last year, we had Dead Exposure. Why did you feel it was appropriate to bring back Nightingales this year in particular? Um. I think it was more about the fact that we wanted to see how aggressive we could take one of our locations. Okay. And I think that they serve that purpose. Um, I think that in 2011, they took on the role of, and, and it's part of their history, that they are, uh, they disguise themselves to be amongst those that they're going after. And so we latched onto that idea and thought to ourselves, there has to be something historical, because we're all historical buffs. There has to be something historical that we can tie to. And so in 117 AD, I'm gonna put on my nerd face for a second. <laughs> in 117 AD, there was a Roman legion that was going up into Scotland, and it was called the Eagle of the Ninth, and it disappeared. This is factual, you can check it out. It's, it disappeared. Now most scholars think that the Picts killed them, or that they went across the other side of, of the channel to the Danube, and then folded back into the Roman legions. Nobody really knows for sure. That legion is no longer talked about historically. In our story, the Nightingales took over that legion. They killed all of those soldiers, took their uniforms, and are now using those to blend in amongst the gladiators in the Roman in the Roman Colosseum. So it gives us the opportunity to blend that historical aspect of it, which I think is, is fun because it gives a time period and an aesthetic 
that is not similar to anything else we have in our slate. But then it also gives us a chance, much like the Yeti, but in a completely different fashion, to have a group of aggressors going after our guests, which leads to a lot of fun as far as the scare tactics we're able to incorporate, because that means we get a lot of A and B scares for our characters, a lot of double hits, where it means more bang for your buck when you go through the maze. Awesome, thank you. No problem. Another huge round of applause for our all right, we just got our presentation about what we need to expect tonight. Not like we didn't have a good idea with all these reactions sure, this sure. year, but there it is. I mean, we are like literally minutes away. I mean, I think we're down to the last 10 minutes before we're actually going out to it. Yeah. Finally, after all this wait. It's uh. I'm, on one hand, I'm so excited because I know for a fact you and I are going to get a chance to see everything tonight. But I've got some close friends. They're on their fourth house right now. And I'm like, oh, man, you guys are seeing it before I am. It is, yeah. But, yeah it's kind of the double-edged sword of yeah. going to this. But we did just have an awesome press conference with the full creative team. Uh, Laura came out. We had Patrick and Charles and Blake talk about all their properties. It was a really good time. You asked a great question about Nightingales. I did. Which, if there's anything, I'll be I'll try my hardest to pull from that I'm gonna pull that I did record the entire thing whether or not we use it we'll have to go back and listen to the audio but without giving myself too much credit it was a pretty banging <laughs> HHN nerd question about Nightingale it was it was very appropriate. Had a great answer it was it was yeah great question great answer and oh we're on the move here we go We really started. We got through our first scare zone. We just went through Zombieland Double Tap. Zombieland Double Tap. If you've been through any of the New York zones from the past couple years, you have a pretty good idea of what to expect. Some big props. And they're really focusing on the blending of people who you don't realize are scare actors until they're right on top of you. Well, big, big props. That's the first thing you said. We, the first thing we saw going around the corner is that damn drop ride, which I've seen a billion pictures of, but I, this is the first I've seen it up front, like, well, up close, well, in real life, really, is what it comes down to. Yeah. I think it's freaking huge. They weren't fucking around with that. No, you can definitely tell it's the centerpiece for the area. It's right where the ball drop was for Vamp 85 last year. And um, unfortunately, it wasn't going on when we walked by, but they do have a zombie kill of the week, like mini show that will be taking place there. So is it going to swap every week? We don't know right now, but it's going to be pretty cool. We saw the clown for Quint, so we know exactly where he was, at least tonight. We did. Uh, I actually told him Quint's home address, so I'm going to try to FedEx that motherfucker over to him. <laughs> nice. There was a Zombieland 2 photo out that you pointed out, and there was something about the arcade in that zone you noticed. Oh, yeah. So if you're a big Stranger Things fan, the Mummy ride always has an arcade-like exit. However, if you're into Stranger Things, they've rethemed it to Palace Arcade. What's cool is you can go in there and you can get a Palace Arcade game token, which is a very inexpensive souvenir for you to take home. And as well, you can go in there and play games from the show like Dragon Quest and Asteroids and everything like that. It's pretty cool. Yeah, that's... I haven't... I, I missed out. I kept saying the tokens last year. I was like, I'll get it next year or I'll get it next week. I'll get it next week. I got to make sure I grab one this week, this year. I, uh, I should have just stockpiled on them because I know in about five <laughs> years they're going to be worth something. Uh, yeah, but who wants to go to a lot of trouble for a coin? Well, exactly that. And according to my grandmother, she was going to put me through college in Beanie Babies. So what do <laughs> I know about eBay? All right. We are, oh, I thought we were stopping, but we are headed to our house, next, our first house, not our next house. 
And uh, we're gonna have a lot to talk about that when we get there. We're doing it back. Our first All right, here we go. First one, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. First Halloween Horror Nights house of the season. First Halloween Horror Nights house of 29. Killer Clowns from Outer Space, baby. This run through is for you, Quint. say this more than once this season and I'm going to quote our illustrious co-host Shelby at the end of the statement Killer Clowns from Outer Space was designed as a 3D house. Fight me. I, I absolutely agree. Okay, I, think you and I, right. I think you and I had this conversation last year actually where I was like Killer Clowns should have been a 3D house. And I think it was supposed to be. I, <laughs> I my get speculation. the impression from looking at all the Dayglow paint <laughs> that yes it, yep. it could have been should have been a 3D house. But I had a lot of fun in that, being very apprehensive about a lot of the elements. I had a really good time in that house. Yeah, I think it was a, a lot of fun. I will say, early impression, Krampus is still probably personally my favorite house that's been in that location. Okay. However, I will say, I think they did everything they absolutely could with the Killer Clowns property to put it in a house. I agree. Um, these are just spoiler-free reactions. Of course, we'll break it down later in the season. Yep. Um, a couple things I, I had nitpicks about, but I think it's a great time, and any fan of the property is really going to enjoy it. I say a good start. I'm kind of happy we got that done, one and done now. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. I feel like it was a good like taste of the event, got yep. us back in the mood. And plus, in a way, it was a fun sequel from last year. It yeah, got us that, right back in the spirit. That is probably the best way to describe it. Yeah, yep. Absolutely. All right. Quinn, you're going to love it. I don't know what's about to happen, but you might have to take over the rest of the night because the third major feature of our event is a walk through Hellbilly Deluxe, which we are approaching right now. Which, if I remember correctly, was like third on your hype list, like everything added together. I know, how it even made that high is beyond me. <laughs> it sounds like it's going to be a blast. Even, uh, even Blake Braswell, when uh, he was describing the zone, he basically said, and I'm paraphrasing here, we shoved so much goddamn shit in there, <laughs> um, which is, is exciting. Um, and for those wondering, you do get to take a picture in the Dragulus. That's, I swear, I swear, we, we looked at pictures. Wow, fire. There's okay. a lot of fire. fire. Um, I swore on our uh, hype episode, it's like, there's no way they're going to let people in that car. I, I think I hear some living Holy Christ, look at this. Oh, my God. Okay, it's like someone stuck a probe in my head and just dumped it on the street.
little biased, but I think we just went through the greatest scare zone that's ever been created ever for anything ever. <laughs> it's super tight in there. Like there's, there is so much going on. There's no mistake what they based it after though. Oh. Zero. That thing has Rob Zombie's fingers all over the damn thing. Well, I hope not everything. Well, <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't even know how to reply to that one. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. Let's just say my prediction of where I know I'm going to be at 2 a.m. on November 2nd has been solidified. I know exactly where I'm going to be, 2 a.m. November 2nd. Absolutely. I mean, that's if you're here for the rock show, you know where to go. Yep. 100%. That was, uh, I can't wait to come back. All right, we're at our first uh, kind of, well, it's our first show. Our first, yeah. I was going to say break, but I'm, we're just waiting for the show to start. We're in the Fear Factor Theater waiting for Academy of Villains. Altered States. Thank you. I was like, I just forgot the subtitle. So we were just saying before we came in, we both have, we're, we're kind of excited. We got some high expectations for this one. Yeah, this is something that um, last year I thought it was a very technically uh, pleasing show. It had a great look to it, but I only caught it like twice just because, you know, anytime you go to these big sit-down shows, you do dedicate a good chunk of your night to yeah. checking it out. But I will say, it looks like for the first time since 26, when they debuted, they're going back to a more horror-focused aesthetic, and I really like that. I, I'm going to like that a lot more than the cyberpunk aesthetic from last year. I'll tell you one thing that I was saying in the later part of the preseason, as all, I think I can already say has come true. Last year, I said they were getting their feet wet with this stage, and now that they know it, they're going to do a lot more. Without getting spoilers away, this stage is way more full than it was last year. There's so much more that's going to happen, I can see already, before the streaming starts. Yeah, they are 100% utilizing the base stage from Fear Factor Live yep. and adding so much on top of yeah, it. This it is, looks really good. I think I think they, they're really going to, like just like I said, they got the feel for the venue, and now they're going to blow it up this year. Absolutely. Well, we just left Academy of Pictures Great. Just left Academy of Villains on our way to House of a Thousand Corpses. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say 
what would should be my ending statement that'll summarize what I thought of Academy of Villains. I would see that again. I really, really liked it too. Um, they definitely brought back. If you miss the vibes from HHN 26, kind of those like spooky horror, kind of Halloween feeling vibes, they definitely brought that back in full force this year. Yeah, but I really liked again. Without, I'm not going to get into super details, but there was the performers were amazing, and it was split up to uh, I think four. I didn't really count four small performances and a one overall cohesive show. Yeah, absolutely. It's very much you're getting a talent showcase of some of the the actors in Academy of Villains. They all have their own sets and skills, and they like just pick the best stuff that fits with the show and shoved it in there. It's awesome. Yeah, so I was pleasantly surprised, and actually looking forward to seeing it again. It's it's the best one they've done that I've seen. One hundred percent. And if you are a, a rock or metal music genre listener, you're really gonna like the soundtrack for this. <laughs> absolutely, one. that didn't hurt at all by any stretch of the imagination. So we're about to go in the House of the Thousand Corpses, but there was a couple points we were discussing after we stopped recording about Academy of Villains, so I'll let you take over quick. Well, what I was going to say is I think something kind of like on the fringes of Halloween or Spooky Spirit has always been like the, the carnival freak show, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And that is, you were talking about vignettes before we stopped recording. That's basically what you're getting here. You're getting these, uh, no offense if you're listening, Academy Villains, but you're getting these freaks on stage, <laughs> yeah. and they're showing what they're good at, and I really, really liked it. Yeah, I mean, the fact that we now recorded twice about it, that's a record for the show. Yeah. That's never happened before. And I immediately texted people. I'm like, hey, I know like last year it wasn't your bag. I know it wasn't yeah. yours last no, year. No, not at all. I, I, was I like, made no bones great. about it either. And um, one thing, I know a lot of people are like, ah, I'm going to skip it because I don't do dance shows. Yeah. I think it's important to note, dance is an important element, but dance it's is not, not the it's only not a, thing It's there. not a dance show this year, <laughs> primarily, I should say. It's not Jabberwockies. It's nothing no, like that. No. I think I think Quint will like this best. I think Karen will actually like this more than him. So I'm curious to see their responses. Sure, sure. And the only other thing I was going to say is like... Um, People are like, oh man, Academy of Villains is back. And like, we even overheard a guy as we were walking out, they're like, people actually like this? I think it's important to know that Academy of Villains is like beloved by the general public. Right. Like, yeah. It's the highest rated show they've ever done at the event. So it's okay. no surprise they brought him back year after yeah. year. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, we recorded twice about it now. I think that speaks volumes. Yep. Alright, we just left House of the Thousand Corpses. Yeah, if someone comes out and they 
left. Damn. <laughs> By far the best house that's ever been in the Men in Black tent. Oh, God, yeah. The it, facade it, is yeah. great. It felt... It, it's perfect. It felt twice as long as anyone that's been there before. Oh, yeah, 100%. And I'm going to give a shout-out to my girlfriend who said this <laughs> earlier because she got to do the house before us. She said... The house benefits a lot from focusing on the one property yeah. instead of jumping from franchise to franchise like the last couple of years. Yeah, I mean, I got, I, I got, you said I got that one good scare. I got, I don't know how many. I didn't count. It was, God damn, that was what I wanted and it was so much fun. So, we got a, got something to talk about right now. Okay, though. all right. I said on Grim Grinning Host that I thought it was kind of suspicious that the press release did not mention the murder ride. Yes, correct. And that's because it is not there. And what's funny is that we said that like seconds before we went in and I didn't realize we hadn't experienced it to her like well through the Firefly house. Yeah, I will say this. It might have the greatest trigger of all <laughs> know, time yeah. in the Captain Smalding entrance room. And I, the exit wasn't too shabby either. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> but the, uh, if you love the infamous, I'm going to stick a boots up your ass line, you're going to love this house. Um, <laughs> I really think a lot of people that don't even like the movie are really going to enjoy that house. That was a that was a just that's a damn good haunted house, and it happens to be really good representation of the material it's made from. Yeah, absolutely. I, I loved it. Loved it. I really like that one. Out of the two we've done, that's <laughs> my favorite. <laughs> Currently walking by, arguably the greatest attraction of the entire event, the Twisted Tater Tent. It smells so oh, goddamn. I delicious. just caught the smell. Oh. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say a little disappointed that we're walking by it and not getting in line, but. It'll be here the rest of the event. This is true. But what we did walk through, we did walk through the Springfield Roaming Horde. <laughs> we did. Yes, we did. Um, for those of you who want to know what's over there, it's basically another take on the Anarcade Scare Zone. Yeah, so. which is a little disappointing because I miss the clowns because, again, anytime I can see Quint squirm, I'm good to go. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and they were kind of just such a feature there. Yes. But... Those little chainsaws are pretty You know awesome. what? I can't really complain about... Yeah, I can't complain about what's there, so... All right, we are headed... We still don't know where we're going, but it looks Universal like... Oh, Monsters. my God. I think we're going to Universal Monsters. The best house! <laughs> I, I think it's safe to say that the entire year of talking, speculating, reacting has led up to the moment we're about to experience in roughly two minutes for you. I am, uh, I am going to try to be as unbiased as possible in this house... But I'm going to be honest, we know this thing is going to be freaking awesome. So yep. We're going to Universal Monsters. This is something Hunter and I collectively have had on our radar for what feels like since the day you and I have met. Yep. And here we go. Oh, it's, yeah, I, I'm not even going to try to struggle to fill the timing. Let's just walk in, see what we see, and I'm sure we will be... Either lost for words or we won't be able to shut up when this is done. Absolutely. <laughs> I am just, this is by far, you and I have said it a couple times, uh, ad nauseum at this point. This has been number one on the hype list since yep. the announcement. Um, man, I feel in a way that this one's got such great hype expectations to live up to. But on the other hand, I'm going to be completely honest, I'm not worried about it at all. And neither am I. And we're going in.
devour them! give you the first word on this one holy shit dude. i know my god ah! oh. that was a perfect representation of the universal monsters but modernized which I, is what they promised us i i, I it's, it's so much to take in it was uh, gorgeous scary fun exciting Fucking near perfect. Let's, I'm just gonna say it. And let's be honest, like there was some fantastic scares in there. I like, know. There was yep. some really good stuff. I saw you get the uh, stinger scare just a second ago. I did. Yeah, I did. <laughs> First time in a long time. Oh man, that was great. Uh, that's gonna be that's gonna be hard to level up. Uh, as as you and I have discussed, I'm normally more of a uh, fan of like the really scenic, beautiful houses, but that had them both, man. Uh, and those iconic characters. I don't know if you're going to top that one. That's just, uh, it's, <laughs> I, I'm both. I, I can't stop talking about it in speechless at the same time. It's so bizarre. <laughs> and uh, fun fact, keep an eye out because the Invisible Man is in every single room. <laughs> right. What are we going to now? What is, uh, oh, this is Graveyard Games? Yes, it is. Yes. yes. Right, right back at it. Oh, oh man. I'm still on a oh. high from Monster. Oh. That house is right. so fucking cool. <laughs> All right, Hunter. Hate to not talk more about universal monsters but we're heading to graveyard games another one we talked a lot about this season yeah this is top three on my list this is my highest original so i'm just okay 100 nice. percent i i <laughs> once again we've said this before but like the fact that this is halloween comfort food yeah exactly really yeah. has this one yeah. high on my list i can't remember where it's on my list i know depths is is my top this may be second i don't know people are if they're listening to this chosen sequence they're yelling at their devices right now they have it in the notes <laughs> section <laughs> no, of their right, phone yeah. But I'm, Matt lied to me. <laughs> so I'm pretty, but still, it's uh, just the um, the backstory that we got at the um, presentation before the event filled in a lot of gaps of things. Well, actually, stuff we didn't know about, new information, which I think instantly brought it up on my hype list. And now we're gonna find out. Yeah, yep. absolutely. I've always had a thing for just these like creepy, beautiful houses, which I definitely think we're gonna yeah, get. I think um, so. yep. The ones that we keep quoting are stuff like. Uh, I mean, maybe gothic, but particularly like Winter's Night and those kind of yeah, houses. Yeah. I think this is going to be very reminiscent of that, and uh, we're, we're in for a treat. And we did get a look at one of those characters, and you and I like kept uncomfortably seeing if it was still in the room, because it was a little uneasy to watch. Very uneasy, <laughs> and I mean, he was moving the entire time. Yep. So. <laughs> but it uh, looks like we are headed in now. Take that, dork! 
that. That's a, that's a lot to take in. That is a lot to take in. I actually really like this one because it it definitely tells a story from yes. beginning to end. And that was what was, at first I was like, it, it felt like a slow burn, but like once I started seeing more details, I was like, wow, there's a lot going on in here. And by the end, I'm like, I was don't want it to be over. Yeah, but that house, I mean, I said to you at one point, I'm like, wow, it doesn't end. We just kept going <laughs> yeah. deeper and deeper and deeper into yeah. this graveyard. It's a... Uh, it's a very beautiful house. Absolutely. I yeah. actually, I can't tell if we had just better scares and monsters, right. or if monsters uh, is the scarier house right now. I know. I don't know. Yeah. I think, I think maybe we just got some really good scares and monsters. There were, yeah, I think we did, and I also think this is this is like this is a long playhouse. I think if we actually get into the game, because there are some elements in there that obviously had to be there for the game. Yeah, I do kind of worry that unless you take the time to. Um, this is a very minor, minor spoiler, but there's no outdoor facade. There's an indoor facade. Right. Um, but the outdoor facade is basically a social media timeline filling you in on what's going. Right. And if you take a look at that and you do the Messenger app, I think you're going to get a lot more from I this I think house. so, yeah. But take the game element out of the way, out of it, and we have a horror, haunted, spooky, scary nighttime house that we wanted. Yeah, absolutely. This is the uh, goofing off in the cemetery yeah. house yep. that we thought it would be, and I am I got exactly what I wanted. Yes. For better yes. or for worse, I saw exactly what I expected to see, and uh, I really enjoyed it. It's, it's, it was so strange that I was like, I just started off in that slow burn and ended up wanting it not then. Very unique experience. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So. And if you have a thing for... Um, if you have a thing for, I have no idea where this thing's going to jump out for me, <laughs> yeah. this house is going to be your best friend. Yeah, yeah. That was fun. That's one I'm going to be revisiting many times. And that's a cool house because there were moments, yes, we're it's Halloween Horror Nights. It's busy always. But there were moments where you and I felt alone in the house. You're right. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Yep, yep. Yeah, I need to go back to that one a couple times. But I did, I did, man, I did like it a lot. All right, Case had to get on the recording. We're heading into Nightingale's Blood Pit. Blood Pit, Blood Pit. <laughs>
First, we can say the facade is unlike anything I've seen outside of 10. It is brutal. We literally have a dead guy right outside the front. <laughs> right. A dead gladiator. So we are setting the tone right off the bat. And there's no doubt it's a Roman theme. Oh, no. 100%. <laughs> um, normally, when I start to get uh, Roman charges, I'm a little... I'm just playing, guys. Um, I'm very... As you and I have talked before, this one's pretty high on my list. Yep. Just because... The Nightingales have such a history with Halloween Horror Nights, uh, showing up at 21 and then getting uh, to show up in the greatest hits for 25. So I'm excited to see these new versions of the Nightingale yep. creatures. And the fact that the second house we got announced had the word blood in it after the complaints of no blood in 28, yep. that's all I've been thinking about with this house. And that's something that I, I guess we could have brought up after corpses too. It's like, uh, oh, you think we're going soft? <laughs> yeah, here's right, House yeah. of a Thousand Corpses and here's right. Nightingales. Yeah. So. Alright, we're about to go in once our guy checks us in and then we will no doubt have something to say once we exit. Absolutely. <laughs> well, Matt, you know, if I said I didn't love that one, I'd be lying. It delivers on its name. It absolutely does. It's uh, Nightingales. It's got blood. And there were some pitch parts to it. Yeah, it was. I honestly, that's exactly what I expected from it. So, like, I'm not disappointed whatsoever. Not that I'd ever be disappointed anyways. But, like, the fact that uh, I got one of my favorite time periods yeah. aesthetically. Yep with this HHN, like, original character icons, oh, in sure. a way, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Um, plus, there's a ton of Sith in this house. I, I love stuff in face. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, oh. I really like this one. This one felt kind of like the, uh, this is the Tomb of the Ancients of the Yeah, year. this is the bloody Tomb of the Ancients one. Yeah. And the one thing I wanted more than anything in this house was there. I mean, it was a safe bet, but I still really wanted it, and it was there. It, and uh, now, oh. Oh, I'm sorry. Go oh, no, ahead. I was going to say, I thought we were going right in, but that's a, we're still not quite there to our next one, but we're actually headed, we should mention, we're headed walking, as we're walking, we're headed to Depths of Fear right now, so we're hitting them back to back in one recording here. It's uh, pretty cool. Uh, we are definitely looking forward to this one as well. This is my this top of my Depths of original. Depths of Fear, an underwater sea base. This has, I have so many questions, and they're about to get answered. 
I got one word. Relentless. Oh yeah. Yeah. We even had a moment where we just like we had a temporary break. That we needed that. I needed yeah, that. I needed to catch my breath. <laughs> um Animal Lovers Need Not Apply. Oh, that was that was the worst um, part. That was, I think I said when we were talking about it recently, I said, if Dets of Fear takes the alien concept and puts it underwater, I'm gonna love that. That's exactly what I got here. That had in more than one way uh, to take this term, the biggest scares of the night so far. Oh yeah, we, uh, and the worst part is I saw the guy in the corner of my <laughs> eye and he just went for it. I got attacked, I got brutally maimed by a uh, mouth brooder this evening. That is, uh, I think that's my favorite original so far. It, it might, it's mine, it's, it's this year's um, that exposure, but for a different way. It just, it doesn't stop, and it was fun from beginning to end. Yeah, I don't think this house is as intense no, as that No, it's not. It's a, it's a different Relentless. Yeah, but the fact that not undercutting dead exposure but no. the fact that the scare actors are so effective and good lighting instead of a pulsing strobe effect proves that the scares are there right without yep. the need of assistance yeah i mean dead exposures like actually had me physically scared from getting in this had me uh, oh, i kind of messed up the wording i want to use that was intense and frightening the whole time this was intense and fun the whole time yeah 100 percent. i uh i love that one yeah that was that's the best original we did by, by far tonight yeah uh the it's not the most beautiful one that no. one still goes to graveyard games yeah yeah but um well we still have one more original to do this is true yep. so uh, i guess we'll check back in with yeti later but depths of fear do not miss no, that one. No, absolutely not. I, I will say my only, not even complaint, but my only disappointment, if you want to even call it that, is that the way we were taken in, we didn't get to see the facade, so I have no idea what the facade looks like yet. Yeah, it's um, it's nothing where it, like, ruined my experience by any means. No, 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 no. Um, but it's, yeah, I felt like maybe that could have set the stage pretty yeah. good. Yeah, well, um, <laughs> I'll tell you after the first room, though. I didn't even think about it anymore. Yeah, and I actually love... Well, we'll talk more about it. We will. Yep, yep. Yeah. All right. We finally hit another scare zone. We're getting Vikings Undead. And I'm already getting a good look at the lights in the trees. And I take away all my complaints, if I had any, about the pumpkins. I'm still going to miss the pumpkins. I'm going to miss them, but I'm not disappointed. Yeah, that's fair. I'm, uh... This is usually top two zones for me. Yeah, so yeah, me too. I guess we'll report back in just a minute. Yes. 
right, we're hitting Jordan Peele's us. This is, of the all the uh, IPs, the one I have the most questions, and I really don't know what we're going to see. Yeah, this one is the one where, like, I had it low on my hype list just because I wasn't necessarily sure how this movie, which for the record I really liked, was going to translate into a haunted house. Yeah, and I've now seen the movie just to prepare and still don't know what I'm going to see, so... But this is the one we, we keep hearing from people. People are like, you need to move us up on your list. We've heard, and yeah, we've talked to maybe a dozen people tonight, and us and monsters gets repeated several times now yeah which um it's not that we're not excited for it it's just right now uh i'm gonna be honest we have no idea what we're about that's to walk the thing into. yep and it's pretty exciting actually but i will say if we walk into the vision quest and that's the facade then i am all about it yeah i got you I feel about that but one thing man that did a hell of a job of making me feel uncomfortable almost the entire run through that house yeah I, I definitely got this unnerving presence the scare actors are really playing that up and um, uh, being being perfectly frank they kind of I was like how do you translate what's really scary about the movie to the haunted house I don't necessarily know if that was there because I felt that it it was exactly what I thought it was gonna be which it's a slasher maze featuring the us characters. Yeah, I think that's yeah. pretty much what we got. It's a little more than I expected, but I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I didn't dislike it, but I don't know what the, I, how to sum it up. I did not dislike it. Um, I will say, out of the the few houses we've done so far, it's it's uh, it's probably at the bottom of the list. But that's not a that's not a slight. It's just I preferred everything else so yeah. far. Yeah, I I don't know where it falls yet. I think the people who are really really big fans of that movie and come to the event to see it and wait in an 80 minute line to see it are really going to enjoy it. Though I think so. Yeah, that's for sure. It's no mistaking what it was yeah absolutely and we're on to something else but we don't know what so you're gonna find out when we find out yeti yeti, yeti. all right
All right, last original, right? Yeah, it is. Last yep. original. Yeti Terror of the Yukon. Yeah, and if you're in that weird spot where you count monsters as an original too. Yes, which I do. So. Then this is our last original. Yes, anyway, right, so. that's true. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, that feels so good. <laughs> I know Quinn wanted campy fun out of that. I actually thought it like I thought it delivered on that aesthetic to be honest. It did, you know what it did once it got rolling. At first it was a little little not so I didn't think so much, but once it got rolling it did. I will admit that. That was my favorite original. I was uh, that still might be mine, but that I don't know. I I'll I'll you decide at the end of the season, that. but yeah, uh, but that was fun. And I love the fact that oh, Quick spoiler if you want to fast forward 30 seconds, the end is a definite homage to its origins of Swamp Yeti. Oh yeah, they're like, this scene was so effective in Swamp <laughs> yeah. Yeti, we have to. There is something I have never seen in a Halloween Horror Nights house the arm? in that house. Um, oh. Not only that, but since we're talking spoilers, I have not personally gone through a house um, with like that trench style design. Okay. I know gotcha. they used it in Nightingale. Yes, yes, yeah. Um, I guess I technically saw parts of that at 25. That was really cool that he was so high above you. That was cool. And I, I figured there's something going to happen. And I, I don't know what else I'd expect other than that. But when I saw him, I was like, that was really effective and really fun. Yeah, I really like that one. And the Yetis, 
the I said I hope they don't look as intentionally goofy as the Swamp Yeti <laughs> right, did. Yeah. They found a perfect like you can tell they're related to the Swamp Yeti, but uh, it's a pretty effective design. And those guys are huge. They're huge. Oh my gosh, especially the last one. You got such a good stinger. I scare, did. Yeah. <laughs> I screamed in the guy's chest. <laughs> what did I say? I was like, That's a big motherfucker right there. Uh, I was overcome with emotion. Right. We're headed to Ghostbusters, so this is. <laughs> I really wish. Well, I wish Quint was here in general, and I'm not just saying that because he's listening. But I really wish he's here to discuss this with you when we're done. Uh, Quint, <laughs> Ghostbusters is the scariest house Halloween Horror Nights has ever done. Uh, just kidding, we haven't gone through it yet. I'm so hyped, dude. I love that we are ending with the two headliners. I know, I know. Yep. So, go ahead. I'll make sure you're ahead of me because we're about to go in. complaint of Ghostbusters is the fact that we're not going in it again right now. That was a blast. We had, um, so I guess this is as good of a place to mention it as anyway. I have always had a crush on Janine, <laughs> and uh, we were stopped in that room for a good four minutes or so, yep. and um, if you're out there, I appreciated my time with you. <laughs> and uh, I guess we can mention it, because it's, I mean, it's it's a detail, but it's not a spoiler. She's a mic'd character, so that was a performer. That wasn't a trigger. That she was she was mic'd and talking to you. Absolutely. She looked over at me. She's like, "You got any hobbies?" <laughs> and then I was like, "Yeah, a few." And she's like, "Oh, I'm sorry. I'm very busy." And then she picked up the phone. Ah, uh, that was that was the exact amount of fun I expected it to be, and in some cases more. Exactly. And I think I think they took the opportunity to make the scares where they existed. 
but it wasn't like a Stranger Things situation where you're going to be surprised by the scary factor. I think if you've watched the movie Ghostbusters, you can definitely handle the house. Yep, absolutely. So, in fact, speaking of Stranger Things, that's where they're taking us right now. All right, last house, which I can't believe we're actually at our end house, but Stranger Things. Stranger Things seasons two and three, baby. Yep, so... I feel like we have a good idea of what to expect. I, th- I think so. I think so, but um, they, you know what? Nothing's really disappointed me tonight. I don't expect any less out of this one. No, absolutely. Uh, just, It's going to be hard, though, because we might be in Stranger Things, but I'm still thinking about <laughs> Ghostbusters. I'm still thinking about Universal Monsters. Universal Monsters. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was uh, something, man. All right, we're headed in. I think we had a worthy ender there. I, um, that was Stranger Things. Yep. I mean, I know my return trips, the order's going to be different, but I don't have any complaints ending with that. That is, um, okay, well, this is where we're going to divert. Oh, no. 
I preferred last year. Well, no, okay, okay. I can't, yeah, that's a, di- okay, that's different than what I thought you were going to say. Okay, okay. Um, I think it is a representative of the two seasons that they had to pull from. I think maybe some of the, wow, how are they going to make Stranger Things a Horror Nights house wore off after kind of seeing it last year. Yeah, okay. So I'm going to need more time to revisit that. Okay. If you are a hardcore, hardcore Stranger Things fan, which I am not, I think you're going to find a lot to like. Absolutely. There's no doubt there. I mean, they didn't skimp. They they really didn't cut any corners from last year at all on that round. No, not at all. Um, The house is very long. (laughs) Yes, it is. Yeah. Um, we will talk about why I preferred the first one when we do our spoiler reaction. Okay. All right. Well, we are, uh, we're going to gather up our group here and I think say our goodbyes and then we'll probably come back and talk a little bit more about the night. Sounds good. All right. We've just done, well, almost everything. I'm actually looking at the general area what we haven't done, but we will certainly. We just got out of our last house, which we just recorded our reaction to. We hit the last two scare zones that we didn't see. We got a proper look at an arcade, and we just got a, a good look at Vanity Ball. We're about ready to wrap up. The event actually ends in 12 minutes. Man, we, we holy crap, we've been at this for, I don't even know, I can't even do the math, for a while tonight. <laughs> we've been at it since probably about 7.45 or so. Well, I was thinking we checked in at 5.30, yeah. uh, but anyway, that's, that's no one wants to hear those. Let's give our wrap oh, up quick. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> I know. Yeah, our wrap. Let's give our wrap up. Um, there is so much to take in this year. I know I said that with a couple of houses, but overall this year, it's like it's almost overwhelming how much good there is, and I don't even know where to focus my attention my next visit tomorrow. Yeah, that's exactly it. Like, I definitely have, I will say this, I have my top three. Yeah, like, okay. I for sure do. I'm not sure if you want to talk about those. Yeah, but... give them now because we can revisit this in two months. Sure, sure. Well, I think I speak for both of us when I say Universal Monsters is the highlight of the event. Yeah, hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's such a perfect representation of these iconic characters. Um, I cannot wait to walk through that house dozens of times. I know, yeah, me either. Yep. Um, Number two for me, that's tough. I'm, ooh, I'm going to have to think about that one. Do you have a okay. set number two? Uh, yeah, right now I think Depths of Fear. Depths of Fear? Depths of, I loved it. I loved every second we were in there. I mean, it was the second you get past the initial, here's the entrance and here's the story, it does not stop until you leave. I mean, I, and I love houses like that. And then, again, I compared it in the amount, the amount of intensity that um, uh, uh, that exposure had last year, but a different type of intensity. I, I, I'm really looking forward to hitting that one again. Yeah, I I think I'm actually going to have to surprise myself and probably say right now Ghostbusters is my number two. Okay. Yeah. All right. Because I had such a big goofy grin on my face <laughs> yeah. the entire time we were walking through there. It was exactly what I wanted it to be and expected it to be. Um, since you took two uh, early for me, I guess okay. I'll, I'll go ahead and say number three. I think three for me is actually Yeti Terror of the Yukon. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Really loved uh, me some Swamp Yeti and Slaughter Cinema last year. I uh, really liked seeing their their cousins get this expanded role. <laughs> right. Yeah. What's your number three? That one's man. That one's probably as tough as your number two. Um, I'm probably gonna go Ghostbusters as well. 
Here's the problem with that for us in particular and our people in our group. None of us in our tour group tonight are ever going to have an experience like we had tonight in Ghostbusters. We had a we're we had a kind of a pop-up pre-show. Yeah. Because I I think they're doing a cast change, so they, they held us in the first room with an actress that was mic'd, not hitting the same recording five times in a row, and she ended up once she realized that we were waiting for the gas change she ended up being interactive i've never had that experience in a house before yeah and well plus that that's the start of it the rest of the house is fun there's it's what i expected and but better and right now it's my number three but man you make a good case on you on a yeti because that started slow but man did that pick up and just to throw it out there i am having a tough time processing us yeah so I don't know where that's gonna fall. So it's it's an just an amazing year already, and we're one night into it. It's a crazy good year. I will say after opening night reactions, I'm not sure if initially I liked the house lineup as much as I did last year. But I think last year was such a strong year all around that I'm going to have to wait and see. And I will also say this, doing this type of preview is very different than me experiencing it by myself right right so when i come back tomorrow and sunday and then next thursday i'm probably going to like these houses just as much house of a thousand corpses is oh absolutely, my god i already forgot about that it's it, the dark horse of the event here's the here's the problem with having so many amazing houses is that those first four that we did I kind of forgot that we even did that. Except Monsters and Graveyard Games. Is that in the four? Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I certainly forget the first three. We had Killer Clowns. I don't even know what two was. Uh, corpses. 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 Oh, it was. That was, I remember thinking how amazing that was, and I still think it is, and I actually already forgot that it's part of this event because of everything we just did in the last two hours. Yeah, we had the advantage or disadvantage, however you want to look at it. We started with the smaller houses being uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space right. and House of a Thousand Corpses. Right. And then we actually finalized our night with the big soundstage house. We did, yeah. So, yep. I'm, uh, I'm really looking forward to getting back in there and getting some more impressions. Um, we did not, I definitely feel like we cannot give an accurate like review of the scare zones. No, yet. no, we haven't spent enough time. I will say, without a doubt, Hellbilly Deluxe is going to be my number one. It's a blast. <laughs> yep. We're, uh, this just means we're gonna we're getting closer and closer to getting our Slipknot zone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we're we're getting there. So I mean, it's I don't think there's any doubt that we think this is a great event. It's just my God, it's, it's just wow. Yeah, it's bonkers. I guess a couple like short little like tangents. I guess that this is the best place to go ahead and toss them out. Um, Ghostbusters is a blast. Oh, yeah, yeah. Graveyard Games is the most beautiful house. Absolutely. Year. Yeah, I can't argue that. And I think a lot of people, not to reiterate what I just said, I think a lot of people are going to be caught off guard by Depths of Fear and House of a Thousand Corpses. Yeah, and House of the, if we're going to rank number ones, House of a Thousand Corpses has the best facade right now, in my opinion. Yeah, uh, well, I'm giving the advantage to Graveyard Games for the Yeah, okay, facade. yeah, you know, for that. Well, it absolutely has the best facade for... Any kind of tent. Yeah. yeah. Um, Take all three tents in the parade buildings and corpses is the best. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely agreed. It's it's pretty crazy that House of a Thousand Corpses has the, the coolest facade. 
um, but it absolutely does. There's yeah. something about that neon that just pulls you in. And by the amount of people that is walking by, I see we have literally four minutes to wrap up, so... Let's yeah. wrap it up first. Hunter, thank you for joining me tonight. It's It's been an awesome time. It's really been a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. And, uh, yep. I'm looking forward to, uh, I guess, in case we didn't really say anything earlier, but in case you missed it, I'm joining Catacombs full time. <laughs> yep, so, yep. Uh, you'll we'll, be hearing a lot more from We'll talk more about that as well later. Uh, I want to thank the PR team for inviting us yet again this year. We always appreciate it. It's greatly appreciated. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you to our tour guides, David and Michael. Yep. And thanks again to Blake Braswell, Patrick Braylord, and Charles Gray for taking a few minutes with us tonight. They're always, for the it's the minds behind this event, they're also super accessible and, and love talking about it. In fact, we even got in a little, fell in a little conversation about 28 at one point. We sure did, yep. yeah. So. All right, we have an addendum to our opening night episode. It's two nights later. Man, we don't deserve that show, dude. It, it, I posted on Twitter that I was here, and you immediately contacted me and said, get to the Lagoon show. That might be the single best piece of advice any friend has ever given me my entire <laughs> life. Oh, my God. Besides, Dufftoberfest is back in stock for the year, right? It's debatable. That, that really might be a second to what I just saw. I... I do not see myself going another night of the event without watching that. It's 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 more than I ever knew I wanted. I mean, yeah. I don't know how else to describe it. And it's cool because, like, you know, we got the Universal Monsters this year, but it's the modernized version. We get the classic Universal Monsters on the screen, well, you, you, on the water screen. You honestly could end that two minutes into the show, and it's I'm already done, but it goes on for another eight minutes. It's incredible. There's something, my favorite part of it, as cool as the visual element of it, and they are using the full projection mapping from the other show, um, the score for it is like incredible. It's, it's it, I mean, there's so many. I mean, literal layers to it. You have the score, you have the sound effects, you have the the water, you have the projections, and you can't miss it if you don't. Whether you're gonna look for it or not, the stuff going on in the buildings across from the lagoon. It's so. It's a perfect cap to the night. I'm actually leaving after this because I have to, <laughs> but it's like I will really be ending a lot of nights with this because it's the perfect cap to the entire event. This is. It is, in my opinion, there's amazing houses all over the place this year. There's some great scare zones. This is the one thing, like, you have to clear time on your schedule. To I'm going to say this. I always give my, I do this later in the year. You're, my, you're waiting until the last minute, and I usually do it if you don't have Express. If you don't have Express, make sure you carve out time for this, because it'll make up for the fact of anything else you can't fit in without your Express Pass. Absolutely. Yeah. And this is, if you love... Anything from Stranger Things, anything from Ghostbusters, anything from Universal Monsters, anything from Killer Clowns, there is so much for you to love here. Do not skip it. Yeah. It is the best thing this year. It is, and my battery is dying because I was texting Quint the whole time, so I got to wrap it up. But thank you, Hunter, for insisting I see this, and we're going to wrap up the episode for real this time. <laughs> yes. All right, that will do it for this episode. I'm not sure how much, if any more, I can add to this one at this stage. There is a lot to take in, a lot to process, and just a lot to experience with Halloween Horror Nights 29. I will say that my top three list that I gave uh, in those last sets of recordings, that opening night, 
that that list of three has jumped all over the place already, and we are only three nights into the event at as the time that I'm sitting here recording this. So while we are wrapping up this episode, we're not wrapping up the season. We've got a lot of nights to go, and I'll be there many of the nights. Many of the times I'll be there with the various co-hosts from this series as well. And if you don't already know, we have Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights lanyards for anyone that finds us. It's a first-come, first-served type of thing, of course. And to go along with that, we also have Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights buttons for the very first time this year as well. And the best way to find out when and sometimes where I or my co-host might be with those lanyards and buttons is to follow Nia Zaz on Twitter. I usually post a selfie of some sort in the area that I'm starting out the night each night that I have swag. And the account to follow for that is simply at Neozez. I want to give a few more thanks in this episode. Some I may have already done in the park recordings already, but I want to make sure I don't miss anyone. So again, big thanks to the PR team at Universal Studios for not only the invitation to cover opening night once again, but for another amazing and memorable night altogether. We always appreciate being part of it. These opening night reaction episodes, if you've heard them over the past five years, you know they've changed quite a bit. And I think we've really got it down to a format that not only do we love doing, but it's it's one of those things we can kind of keep the idea of what we're going to do in our head and then decide what we're going to share and how much detail we're going to give in those reactions. And it become a lot of fun to do and a lot of fun to share. So thank you once again to Universal Studios for giving us that opportunity. And we've really appreciated all the years we've had the opportunity to do these episodes. Thank you to our tour guides, Michael and David, for another great night. They got us to everything all on that one night. They also gave us ample breaks to get some water, get some food, kind of just sit and catch our breaths in many cases. And they answered questions, not only questions that Hunter and I have, but they were answering questions from everyone in the group. They were a wealth of knowledge and really nice guys to boot. And they did a great job with that tour. So thank you again, Michael and David. And another thanks to the rest of the RIP tour team members as well. We talked to quite a few of them before the event at the check-in area and got even more information and had some really good Halloween Heart Nights 29 conversations with everyone we talked to. So thanks namely to Jess, Robin, and Robert for those early event HHN chats that we had. Thanks again to Hunter for joining me. And last but never least, thank you for listening. It's no secret that everyone involved on this show loves this event. And part of that is sharing this show with people that love it just as much as we do and interacting with everyone and always be it in person at the parks online on our Facebook pages or a dozen other ways that I just didn't write down. We enjoy it all. So that is truly it for this episode, but not it for the season. We'll be back with more coverage of Halloween Heart Nights 29 as we go, but more on that soon. For now, I will say one more time, thank you for listening, and I'll see you in that next episode. Thank you for listening to the Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights podcast. The Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights is a Neozaz Internet Entertainment production. For more great podcasts and original entertainment, visit our website at neozaz.com. The Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights is not affiliated with nor endorsed by Universal Studios Florida. All Halloween Horror Nights properties, icons, titles, events, and related items are property, trademark, and copyright, Universal Studios, or their respective trademark and copyright holders. For more Halloween Horror Nights coverage, follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast and follow our Twitter account at Neozaz. 
to help support the series and all the work we do at Neozaz, check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.